the Leaving Today podcast, the show about the news, history, and attractions of the Disneyland Resort. Hello, welcome to the Leaving Today podcast, episode number 108. Thank you so much for joining us today, this evening, this morning, this afternoon, whenever you can. Um, my name is Mark, one of the co-hosts here. Um, sitting across from me and slightly to my left tonight is the game changer herself, Jess. Good evening. Ooh, a little bit different. Sitting to the right of me <clears throat> is the trail master at Puppets himself, Udi. Whatever. Okay, and then special guest um, tonight. Uh, in fact, he's going to be our feature presentation tonight because um, you've heard us mention him before, but it is Jules. Hello, Jules. Hello. <laughs> hey. hey, so um, for those of you who've just joined us, this is our 100th and 108th uh, episode. Try it again. Try it again. One more time. For those of you who have just joined us, <laughs> this is our 108th episode. There we go. Yeah, um, and we are a pretty easy-to-get-to-know group. Uh, we love talking about Disneyland. We keep it real. We keep it honest, and uh, we welcome all different opinions here. Um, but ultimately, we love the parks. Um, Udi's smiling. I'm saying stuff because I'm saying things to get Udi worked up. Uh, but if you, this is not your first visit to us, welcome home. We're glad you're here. Udi wants to bust through something right now. What's up? No, no, I was gonna make a joke. Yeah, we 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 uh we enjoy every opinion. We do, except uh, if it's contrary to mine. So yeah, yeah, that that is also true. Okay. Um, <laughs> but um, let's see here. Uh, if you would like, if you like what you're listening to, uh, go ahead on on iTunes and leave us a review. Uh, we got two more the other day. Just two more star. I mean, so we were up to twenty nine, but Woo! no, but no more. Written reviews. Only two more stars. Uh, no, no, I mean, I mean, we get we've got up to twenty nine reviews now, okay. but no one. But we need some more like, like written, written words. Yeah, got you. Um, we also have a Patreon page. Go to leavingtodaypodcast.com. Uh, click on the Patreon logo, and you can become a member of one dollar tier, three dollar tier, five dollar tier. And for that, you get to be part of the show. Come up with a topic. Um, and then once in a while, we do send out special podcasts, special recordings to just to you guys. And I think Udi's up for one soon. He's, you mentioned you've got one coming up, and I can always throw one out there. Um, we still need to talk, sweet talk Jess into doing it. What do you, because uh, do you just audio record it and then send it to you? Yeah, you've got a special Easy. app on your phone. Okay, can I have that? What's it's already, it called? You can just use GarageBand on your phone, right? Oh, yeah, I have GarageBand. Yeah. And just record it and give it to me, and I'll put it through. Okay. okay. 
Um, and it can be anywhere from a few minutes to 15 minutes, whatever you guys want. And we'll just keep doing that. Um, so there's that. Okay, and then if you want to buy a T-shirt from us, you know, we end up giving more of these T-shirts away than people buy, but that's okay. Uh, you can go to tpublic.com, check out Leaving Today Podcast, and we've got a full collection of shirts there. Um, I think we're going to be getting face masks, too. They're, Shut up. No, I'm, I'm not joking. Can you imagine a Jess face mask? With my face on it? Yes. I'd wear it. You should. I would. Yeah. I'd wear it. Yeah. No, I really wouldn't, but I'd wear Aaron's, his LTP hideaway one. Really? I would wear that. Okay. Because my job, we're going to have to wear them. What Earrings? No, no, no. Masks. Oh, masks. Yeah, this is LTP. You know me. I yeah. like it. Done. I'm down with LTP. That's what yeah. it says. That yeah. we, we yeah. do. I'm down with LTP. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So let's get to brass tacks here. So tonight we're going to be talking to Jules, um, his former cast member, former mixologist, bartender. I prefer bartender, mixologist. Kind of gets kind of bougie and pretentious. Okay, yeah. that's a word we've been using. We've been a using lot that a lot. That's tonight's your, tonight's your buzzword. And the who, word of the day. And whose fault is it? No, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Password is bougie. bougie. Okay, so Dateline, uh, here we are, second quarter of 2020. Uh, all the parks are closed. Uh, by the time this this comes out, which would be May 11th, uh, Shanghai Disney will be open into limited capacity. Mm-hmm. Going. Yeah, so we'd be very curious to see how that plays out. Um, so tonight's opening question, and Udi got a preview of this last week, mm. is this. If you knew that Disneyland would be closed for this long, you would have been sure to have done blank on your last visit. Is this... This is... A, um, go ahead. You got to keep it clean, Jess. Well, no, I was trying to remember <laughs> the game show. Uh, mm-hmm. Match uh, match game or something? No, yeah, I think it's match game. Yeah, and then it's a, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. that's it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I was okay. going to go dirty. You were? Well, I mean, it's just okay, the no, way you just announced I know, it. I just, I, I um, kind of said that. So that, listeners at home. I would have seen Fantasmic. So you would have been, you would have made sure to have seen Fantasmic. Because I didn't see it last on time. On your last visit. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. What if it wasn't playing that night, though? Because the last time I was there, it wasn't playing. World of Color. Okay. I would have I would have made sure I saw a show. Okay. Yeah. Jules, what is your answer for that? Uh, I would agree with Jess. I think that uh, seeing Fantasmic or World of Color, something that you can, or even the fireworks, depending on mm-hmm. the on the show that's playing, leave that way you leave the park on a high note. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You know, like you're going off with the park exit, you're still, you know, Riding high from the show and enjoying your time instead yeah. of just leaving out, like, a, you know, trying to close the park out and being sad to go. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Udi? Um, I, uh, I think I, we kind of chatted about it the other day, and I, I think I said, um, I did everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't any one thing that I didn't get to do other than mansion because it was closed. True. True, yeah. I mean, everything I did, uh, I mean, unknowingly, I took care of everything I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, and I'm not going to go off with, like, oh, I had clear voice. No, <laughs> I got lucky. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. But, yeah, I did everything I wanted to do, thankfully. And um, it's holding me over, but not really anymore. But we won't even go into that. Well, that's oh, kind of part of... Sorry, Mark. Okay, go, 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 go ahead. Well, that's p- part of coming from... Northern California or anywhere that's not, you know, Orange County local is 
you're going to go on your multi-day trip and try to get as many attractions, as many shows, as many you know, parts of the park that you can yeah. into mm-hmm. one trip mm-hmm. and enjoy it and savor it because you don't get to go on your weekends. You don't get to go on your nights off. Uh, you like you go down, you plan this time, you you know, make this uh, make this part of your schedule to enjoy as much of this as you can and then come home and remember it until next year, next summer, like yeah. two years from now. Mm-hmm. So you know, when we all went down, we tried to get as much in as we could mm-hmm. because it was, we didn't know when we were going to be back. Right. And then this happened. Sure. Yeah. But I can say that whenever I'm leaving, um, I'm always thinking of my next trip. Like, okay, I'm going to be back in a couple months or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but uh, not, not this time. Uh, for me, and much like Udi, the way I left it is actually was almost perfect. I got an ice cream and walked, I was with my daughter and we left around seven because um, we had to drive down to Valencia that night. But um, no, yeah. And uh, anyways, we got ice cream around 5.30, walked down Main Street. Then we went over to um, Trader Sam's and had a couple of drinks and because she's 22, <laughs> and some appetizers, and that was a good way for us to end it. But if I had known it was going to be, and, and, and I'm happy with that, mm-hmm. but I probably would have gone on Matterhorn or Jungle Cruise just one, one more time just to get through it. But I, I no, no complaints from me, except that, like Udi, I'm missing it now. Mm-hmm. I really sure. do want to go and <laughs> check it out. So typically, I uh, guess, because I know we're getting a lot of, lo- a lot of new listeners, so uh, we usually open up with a question like that, and then we get the ice broken and stuff and then we go to our news and then typically one-on-one with jess but we can never control jess she shows up when she shows up for this and we're just thankful for that and it's my house it's, it's also her house yeah it's so. weird i just show up <laughs> yeah and then we have a future presentation so but now what else we have let's go to the news yes do the news you listen to me talking about things that you do not understand okay the news here gee this is still closed yeah okay before we get to the news though let me ask this so shanghai will be opening the date this this podcast airs uh which is the 11th um and it's gonna be very curious how that's gonna play out how, how would you guys do it here in the california parks how how would you, if you were in charge of the Disneyland Resorts, how would you guys roll roll don't this ask, out? Don't ask me that. Okay, I'll ask Jules that. Oh no, Jess. I don't know. Really? I really don't. I really that's. I, I, I okay. That's I'm like I'm in the same boat as he is, and I know that that's why he was like no. Uh, it's it, no. It's, I'll, okay, I'll go. I'll go. go, I'll go. go I, I, I will. I will run into that. Um, I would open right. it fully. Um, the only thing that I would do differently. Um, would be um, increased um, cleaning. Mm-hmm. I would have. I would uh, increase hand sanitation or hand sanitizers or whatnot throughout. Yeah. I would uh, encourage people to wear masks, and then I would also increase. Um, I would get a um, a cleaning solution of some kind, and have every ride vehicle in between wiped down. And it would be really difficult, but I, and and only the cover, mm. and that's only because I think some people would demand it. If I'm really if if I'm really in charge, I wouldn't even do that. Okay, Jess. My Je- opinion. So what? Jess is raising her hand very very politely. Jess, who yes. is that? I don't know. Yes, Jess. Are you out of your damn mind? Why? 
You can't do that. Why? You cannot wipe down every single ride vehicle. Jules? Have you ever oh, heard? Oh. Hold on a second. Have you? I can oh, I'm hold sorry. the hand, hand up. And wait. Have you ever a station backup? You cannot do that. You're, Why? You know how long it's going to take you to wipe down a ride? I know. I know. Okay. My, my point. My point is, it will add wait time. Right, but if. The attraction, and I'm not call, I'm not saying for every single one of them. I'm talking just the attractions that I've worked, mm-hmm. or even space. Mm-hmm. That ride is so temperamental and backs up so quickly. If there's too many cars in the station and it's an automatic stop, that ride will shut down. Again, my point is you will have to but you figure can, out, figure you, well, that yeah, out. You as, can't as hit, well as you can. You can't even hit an e-stop to do it. But you hit an e-stop and they're still going to back up because you still have ride vehicles mm-hmm. in the attraction. Go ahead. So I agree with you that Space Mountain and probably uh, Incredicoaster are the ones that are very time temperamental. Toad. But. It's a bitch. What are the four keys? I understand the safety, four keys. Safety, right. show, and efficiency. So safety is the first priority. So they will forego efficiency. But if you back down an attraction. For safety purposes. If okay. an attraction goes down, mm-hmm. do you know how long it takes to reset that ride? Then they'll have to rework the. My, my, my. So that is where I'm going. Saying, if they're if they're willing to put the time into they, restructure it so the time constraints will allow them to sanitize, because there will be people that still want to enjoy the parks. There are, there are going to be people that come in that are not concerned, not worried at all. They don't need sanitizer. They don't need masks. They they feel that they're comfortable. But then you also have people that are local, that are from mm-hmm. out of state, out of country. Mm-hmm. That are very worried, but still trying to be cautious. So they will have masks. They will be one, one caveat. I don't think we're going to be worried about international travel for a we're while. Not. That that's fair. But you will have be pe- people coming from you know, Arizona, yeah. Northern mm-hmm. California, mm-hmm. and still be concerned about it. So yep. they may they will take those extra precautions. We're going to get this. This episode's going to get bad. This is fine. This Why? is what, this is no. what we do no, with no, LTP. No, and 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 and, and let's because be real. Because what I'm about to say. I got a bad feeling about this. No, let's be real. The conversation needs to be had because we need it. No, it we're, does. We're not, we're no, not the does. only ones having the conversation. You know, no, there are a bunch is. of execs in the in yeah. you know in the higher the, the whole board going. is having this conversation yeah. twenty four hours, which day. they are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're that concerned, don't go. Because here, here's my thing. You go, girl. I'm going. I'm just don't go. You go, Stay. girl. Home. If you want to go to Disneyland, and I get it, and you want to share this experience with your children, because I understand that, and I want nothing more than to live through a parent's eyes and this and that. I get it. I get it. Stay home just for the first year. Stay home. Save your money, because most of these people are going to have to save up anyways. But I don't think there would be anything wrong with places like the Emporium or, That's or, larger, or larger stores like Five and Dime. Restructuring their guest flow. Yeah. That's to make fine, it but I'm talking social. I'm talking attractions. Yeah, I'm talking okay. about I'm a talking fast. About right, right. No, I get it. I'm talking about loading and unloading. You have so many seconds to get people off. You cannot mm-hmm. control how fast a vehicle moves inside an attraction. You're right. You cannot control. Okay, I'm going to load you. You could do this. You could. All right. How many? Two. Come on. Two in the front. Blah blah blah. And run them through, and then do skip a car. So now that car doesn't have to be sanitized. This car comes off, you wipe it down, you put the next person on. You could skip vehicles. You just, sure. have, to, you just have to throw a towel in there or something to mark it. And you, then, you just red yeah, tag yeah, it. Yeah. You just you just you red tag him, but it's you. You're, there's going to have to be because like Toad, it's two vehicles into that attraction and it's beeping, 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 and then that thing will shut down, and then you have to 
you back everybody. Mm -hmm. You have to get your manager involved. You have to get people to well, get, you know, go this way, go this way. And then cycle all the vehicles. Make sure that the show is working completely, that there's nothing on the ground. Then you can start reloading people. Disney's going to lose so much money and Disney's going to have so many angry guests that are going to be irritated that it's taking so long or why, why did this happen? And it's going to happen multiple times at multiple attractions mm -hmm. and it could happen to the same family. Well, uh, well, you're... You're absolutely correct. What? But I, you're, you're correct. Okay. Okay. I know you want to hear it, but you I are. Did. Thank you. You are because of that, and you are correct. Uh, and I share your opinion. If you're going to be that afraid or cautious, you want to be really cautious, okay, then don't go. And and I agree with that. But my, but you're also running on old system. This they're is true. going. They're going to have to they do. They will adapt. They will mm -hmm. adapt. She will, or they will. Yeah. So, in my opinion, I get, I get what you're saying a million percent, and I agree. But I think they're going to make adjustments now. That being said, there are going to be attractions where you can't, and I think those are going to want. I think maybe those are going to be the ones we're going to be like. If you feel worried? Don't ride it. Like, uh, uh, not tower. Sorry, guardians. That's easy. Oh, easy. 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 That is something that's an easy You could even sanitize. do radiator springs, too. Easy. Mm-hmm. I'm there just talking the fast-paced loading. Yeah. Mansion. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. doesn't how, how even gonna, stop. Yeah, no. Mansion would have to be... The only way I think you could do Mansion is do, like you were saying, in every other Doom buggy. Especially when you're in, like, yeah. the, fort, mm -hmm. the, like yeah. the uh, Madame Leota room. Stuff yep. like that. Like you're so close together. If yeah. someone coughs off the side yeah. or something, people yeah. are going to be worried. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. So there are certain things like jungle, I think easy. easy. I think you can handle that. Andy. Dumbo. Easy. E there are plenty of attractions that are going to be easy to do. It's going to be the more complicated Your one. Your favorite. Small world. Mm -hmm. Easy. Easy. Um, it'll be interesting. But that being said, I agree that if you don't feel comfortable or whatever, don't go. Just for a little yeah. bit. I mean, even the first, you know, two, three months. Like, yeah. Shannon's like, I won't go for at least six months. Right. Well, and I was like, bye. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Well, I'm yeah. going with you. I'm we, going. We had that conversation. Yeah, you going. go, I go. Yeah, we're we're gone. Going. We're going. Yeah. I'm not I, I'm not waiting. I'll get yeah. in the car. Mm -hmm. Or fly, because airlines are going to be cheap. Uh, Southwest on sale again, 49 each way. Yeah. Barf. I just have Disneyland open now. Uh, you know what? I, I'm waiting for the date, and I'm ordering my tickets right away. Okay. No, I'm not, I'm not even joking. Okay, done. See, now I'm actually thinking about this completely different than what you Ooh, guys like are talking this. about. Well, so all wrong. Like I said, if it's an opinion contrary to mine, it's not allowed. Can I just say, yeah. this is the first time him and I have been on the same page for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and all of, our new, uh, all of our new listeners out there, this doesn't happen. Udi and Jess are usually at it. Yeah, this is, this is, this is, I don't like it, actually. I know, you it's, guys can't it's be. It's not fun, it's boring. Yeah. Making you feel uncomfortable? Yeah. I like okay. It. Change my mind. Um, so for me, <laughs> yeah, I, I think for me though, what I'm thinking about is a little bit different. And cause I, um, if I was in charge of the resort, I would actually close off the Esplanade area and have downtown Disney open for just a little bit, just to see what people were doing, just to get some data modeling and behavioral patterns to see who's, who's actually coming out. I mean, I would do what I would adhere to. The guidelines where indoor has to be 25% of capacity, outdoor can be full or whatever they're recommending. Mm -hmm. But I would allow that to go um, and, and just see what how people are reacting to this. Udi, yes. No, no, go, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm putting my hand up to let you know that I'm when you're done, I have a counterpoint. And and then um, once I got enough information from that, and I'm not sure how long that would take, maybe a week 
just to see how many people came out and, and how people were acting about it. Then I would actually, you've got DCA right there. I would open up DCA first because use that as a test bed for how you're going to operate Disneyland. You've got, you've got fewer attractions there to worry about. Um, and certain attractions lend themselves, like, for example, Soaring Over California or Soaring Over the World, you can alternate studios, right? And just use that park as a, a you know, again, to, to get these crowds in a reasonable in, in and out and, and like, do that. And that's what I would do and just work, 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 work the kinks out. And then maybe, just maybe you're buying time for everything to pass through. So then when Disneyland opens up, you don't have to worry about this crap. Um, I think you're forgetting one key element in that. Uh, churros? Mm. No. Let me see one key element. Let me see. It's in, lemon. <laughs> well, no, that would never be close. Uh, so one key element in which part? The whole, the whole, the whole thing. The whole thing. Human nature. No, that's no, no, no. Well, okay. L- let me clarify. Yeah. We we are already going real world now. We're yeah, going IRL. Sure. People are already done. Oh, they are for sure. I don't know if you can hope that you're going to get accurate modeling because I think if you open up Disney mm-hmm. and, and open up the Esplanade, it's going to get packed. Bank on everyone just flooding it. Expect mm-hmm. the worst. No, no, but that's why yeah. I said downtown Disney first and just see what you get. My, that's going to be less, though, because people, if they know they can't go into the park, I don't think you're going to get as many people. Well, and the, but part of, me, part of me is really, really, really thinking that I think that the people who are most concerned mm-hmm. with the virus and catching it and whatnot yeah. aren't going to go. They're That's not. Right. I think the people that are going to go are already those kind of people who may have that mentality of, I'm not afraid of it, or if I get it, I can survive, or whatever mentality, you know, uh, the mentality where the risk is worth the reward. Yeah. I'm in that boat. I know my opinion is not everybody's, and they don't expect it to be. My opinion is, I understand what's going on. I live and breathe it every day. I read every day. And for me, my own personal life, I'm like, okay, the risk is worth it. I sure. will. Okay. Jess, obviously, same opinion. Okay. So I'm, I, I, my only point to you is that I don't think if Disney did that, I personally think it would be a waste of time. Well, it'd be better than what they're doing now. Which, well, which is nothing. I get it, but um, <laughs> well, I, don't, I, I, I mean, maybe that wasn't a good comeback on my part. I just think that <laughs> I just think that they could use, they, they they have the mechanisms in place that they can test this sort of stuff out. Uh, my opinion is by putting them into the Esplanade into downtown Disney, it won't be a fair representation of what'll be in the park. It won't. I don't think okay. it will be because the, the park is different. We know it. Yes. What you're there for? Your what you're what you're planning to do? Why you're there? All all the factors change when you enter the gates. Yeah, Jules. So to circle back to the news, uh, I think the best thing to do. I mean, we can you know hypothesize. Oh, we can go all day. all day, all night for the next week because we have nothing better to do. <laughs> um, but since Shanghai is scheduled to open on May 11th, all we can do now, and all the company can do now, is see how they handle it. Mm-hmm. See if they're going to enforce masks, social distancing. If they're going to sanitize every other car, well, well, I I see your point, but that culture yeah. is different. I understand yeah. that, but mm-hmm. that's all. That's the only model we have. Sure, yeah. that that's the like culture, country, continent, whatever. 
that is the only basis for a theme park reopening right now sure. that we have. Knott's Berry Farm isn't opening up. Universal's not opening up. This is That's all we got. Mm-hmm. So all we can do is take what they're doing, model it, see how that works, and see if we can replicate it or see if we can adapt it and make it better. True, and hopefully we can buy it enough time so that we can cir- 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 circumvent most of the staff. Oh, yeah, and, and, and going back to it, we're Americans. <laughs> we are. And, and we're, we are a different breed. We... we you guys are Americans? Yeah, we, are. we all are. Um, and we, we have a tendency, agree, disagree, but we have, for the vast majority of us, we have kind of a freewheeling, freedom-loving society where that's going to be very <laughs> difficult. Yeah, I'm waving. I'm going to grab my American flag out of the car. Um, where we don't quite acquiesce to authority that easily. So it'll Probably be, not. But it will be interesting yeah. uh, for sure. I just booked a room, so if the park's open, we'll go. <laughs> what for? What day? August seventh. Done. Okay. Um, it's a, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, then we can book a flight later. Uh, and and to your point about what attractions at Disneyland, I mean, it it could simply be oh. that they don't even have to open up most of the attractions, just the ones that they could actually take, like right, take care of in a reason. And some of those attractions actually lend themselves quite easily to this, mm-hmm. as I mentioned that phrase before. Um, you know, Big Thunder, you can go either side. And you have a, you have an alternate train that comes in and out. I mean, I think there's five trains that they can use, but I don't know that they ever do. Um, Space Mountain sounds like a, like a, a nightmare. Um, Matterhorn could be actually done pretty easy. Same thing, left side, right side. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know the sanitizing stuff that I, that I'm seeing, it actually works pretty pretty fast. There's like this mist that I, you can just isopropyl alcohol. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep, I mean straight. Straight, just boom, let straight. It, let it sit there for a minute. For, for not even a minute. Well, 30 seconds. But 30 seconds, and it's clean. But then, you, then you wipe it all down, and then you can, yeah. lo- then you can load that but, car. Yeah, from what I understand, from what I saw from the, the testing facilities, right. if, you, if you rub it with isopropyl, it kills it, like, within seconds. Well, even if you let it sit with the isopropyl. Yeah, it'll kill um, it. It was with, uh, what was it? Bleach or Lysol, it was like a like Bleach five, kills five, five, yeah. five minutes, but Ice yeah. Purple was the 30 seconds. Like quick, yeah. like really quick. So I, I see Disney either buying a whole lot or I would not be surprised if they go like, hey, you you guys make isopropyl alcohol. Guess what? Here's an offer. You're part of the Disney company now. Don't yeah. Be, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. And it's funny. I was reading the other day that Dole Whips, Churros, It's Lemon, and Gibson Girl Ice Cream, when you eat that, it's automatic um, immunity from it. That's true. Yeah, it's we're fine. Cr- yeah, so that's autom- so that's great, right? Okay. It's perfect. Okay. All right, so now let's, let's get to the news. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, the first thing is this is an Udi story because I don't know what the heck's going on here. You, you, you missed something, Mark. What? Masks. Oh, go ahead. And the cast members wearing them. What about? Oh, How do you feel? Okay. Do you feel like, I mean, I, I yes, I understand, like, the logic of it, but how do you feel, like, as in the costume, like, if they theme them? No problem. I'll I be, don't think afraid. they're going to theme them. They, uh, they, I don't think um, they, they might theme them. They might not. If they did if they did not theme them, I would not have a problem well, with it. Well, I wouldn't either, but it, is what, it going to kill, you, like, the look of mm. your costume for you? The, because it yeah. kills it for me just seeing somebody oh, yeah. in a, in, oh, yeah. in a um, grocery store. No, no. And I can't understand half the things people say sometimes. Yep. Are you talking about the characters with the mask? No, no. The no. cast members oh. like, doing attractions. Goofy with a mask would be hilarious. <laughs> no, but that, that would be that would funny. That would be funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, you hmm. know, okay, here, hmm. here's where I go with that, okay? The mask is worn, from my understanding now, is for me if I have it not to spread it to Correct. you. Correct, yes. I don't know 
I don't know. Okay. I, I personally think it'll break up everything. I think it, it'll, it'll, it'll mess the image up. It, it, Is that what you're talking about? Yes. I think it'll bring too much of the real world. And, and now we, we talk about safety. Like, I know Jules is like, well, we got to be safe. And I'll I get that. I'll forgive the show for the safety. Yeah. Factor. But, but and, and here's my point. This is where we go even further into the real world. Is it worth it? And I don't know. That's where the, and this is where that debate lands. How much do we give? How much do we expect? How much do we care? And I know for me, I'm, why are we agreeing, Jess? I don't like it either. Um, yeah, I I don't like it either. I, 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 my personal opinion is I am not going to be afraid. I, I, I'm not call me dumb, whatever, but I'm not, I'm not afraid of it. I'm not. And that's fine. And, 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 and that's me. So I'm trying to strike that balance of me how right. I am with trying to be respectful for other people it's a difficult difficult wall uh, line to walk for sure I'm not sure I think it'll break up the show I think it'll ruin the image yeah, I think it I will agree. too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. now whether or not they do it or not I don't know I, I mean, but if it will do it, there's, there's not a thing you can do about it like, well no yeah, what are you going to do complain no. and be like they're wearing masks no I won't no I, I, but I, you I, don't I, have to like it I, no, I, 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 or I, think it messes up your image of I, I the fantasy you, or will, the magic. Will, yeah, I will tell you that that if we walk in the park and they're wearing them, I will be sad. Yeah, I will. Too. I will. I'll understand it, especially yeah. people working many Does, Doesn't mean doesn't mean I won't understand it. Doesn't mean I won't understand it. Does control? Yeah. I will not fault them in the slightest. Yeah. Well, no, no, and I get that. No, it's not about it's not about understanding or thinking it's the right thing. It's that it will it will ruin the. The image it will ruin the magic and, and yeah. the escape from reality yeah. that Walt has tried so hard to do. Yeah, That's and all. I mean I know we're we are definitely in uh, you know unprecedented times. Definitely, but you know, again the the line you have to walk is going to be one that is difficult. It's like hearing yeah. cars when you're in the park. You don't. Mm-hmm. You know, the berm helps, mm-hmm. you know, remove that. And that's an everyday life, but it's, mm-hmm. and it's not the same thing. It's not, you know, yeah. deadly to people, yeah. but it's just that little factor that removes, you know, that Walt removed so that you could live in mm-hmm. this world where nothing is wrong mm-hmm. or nothing's bad. So you can escape mm-hmm. from your reality. Mm-hmm. So and can we y- stop complaining? Can we talk Star Wars? Cause I would love to butt heads with Udi. Sure. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Well, we we shall see. Okay, so anyways, let's go to the first news item. Um, happy May the Fourth, everybody. Happy May the Fourth. Actually, it's Revenge. It's Revenge of the, of the Fifth. Thank you. Okay. And Cinco de Mayo. Cinco oh. de Mayo. Uh, drinking margaritas. Okay, so um, who's this guy? Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. I, wa- I wanted Jess to. Uh, I was gonna slaughter it because I go for it. What, what did no, you call I, me? Now he said it. I okay, the first know. new item is Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna screw Taika that. Waititi. I was gonna mess that to up. To direct and co-write new Star Wars feature film for a theatrical release. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just announced in celebration of this year's Star Wars Day, Academy Award winner. Titi Watata. There you go. Wow. Who recently? Well, that 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 person. Who recently won Best Adapted wow. Screenplay for Jojo Rabbit and directed the widely acclaimed first season finale episode of The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. We need to we've never heard of that yet. He was um, also the uh, droid in the first episode. And with the Mandalorian. And he's also in Thor Ragnarok. He directed that, and he is one of the characters there. And he's directing the new Thor, and he also directed the film What We Do in the Shadows. Yep. And also 
has done Jeff Jarrett. a lot of great well, work. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's a great, great writer. Great I like director. him. Yeah. Well, joining him on the screenplay will be Academy Award nominee Christy Wilson Cairns. Mm-hmm. Cairns? That's a weird last name. Mm-hmm. Um, Udi does not like this person. No, I don't really care for her work. Who received the BAFTA Award for Outstanding British Film of the Year on the three time Oscar winning film 1917. Uh, release date okay. for yeah, the film right. has not been announced. Okay. So, uh, resident Star Wars people, what do you guys think? Love it. Oh, love it. Oh, I, just... um, I am optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Jules. Well, it, um, I don't. I don't know where they, uh, they have. We have no idea where they're going. <laughs> okay. Um, no. We okay. So, just I need to put a pin in this for a second. What the heck is even going on with Star Wars right now? I mean, what is going on? Are we having movies that are that's based? Uh, who's directing what? What's coming out? What? Mm-hmm. What? What is this other female cast movie that's coming out? Not that I. I mean, I'm there, just. And okay. I'm just trying to gather information. All that is rumor. I haven't heard anything concrete, but I haven't been paying attention because, um, to me, we we've gone there before, and I will continue to go there. Don't give me what I feel is going to be a gimmick. And some people may get mad, but I want real characters. And I will tell you right now, you know what I want? And, and some, some people will. You, you yeah. want a churro? That wouldn't be bad. You want? I know. You want the... Um, I got the recipe. I can find out how to make churros. Ooh, you want two enchiladas from... Uh, there you go. That would be better right now. Okay. Yes, yeah. yeah, so um, Anyways, go ahead. But, you know... Um, a lot, okay, some people catch flack when you when like you hear, you know, an all woman cast. And for me, I initially go, why? And people are going like, oh my gosh, you're being sexist. I'm not, and, and I feel like I need to explain why because the knee jerk reaction would be like, well, that sounds like a sexist remark. <laughs> if the characters are good, yeah, I don't care. Depends on the movie. Well, yeah. exactly my point. So. When they come out with that, I'm like, this is when I get, I, I get a, I know it isn't the right word. I get slightly irritated. I'm like, why, why do you highlight that? Okay. And here, let me explain why. Right now, my, one of my now all time favorite characters, period, across the Star Wars universe, period. We're talking classic, anime, everything. My all-time favorite, one of my all-time now, Ahsoka Tano. And if you don't know who Ahsoka Tano is, then I feel bad for you. Ahsoka Tano, real quick, is a, and let me go short. She was Anakin Skywalker's Padawan. Um, and we only have seen her in a animated version. Um, luckily, we've now seen her from Padawan all the way through to almost becoming Jedi Knight. She leaves the Order... We now, through the end of Clone Wars, see where she went after that. Oh, did that did, did that just finish? How was it? Okay, Udi. Okay, I, I will put it to you this way. I've only seen it once because I cannot watch it. I'm not emotionally ready to watch it again. What? Yeah. It, it was a deep cut. Anyway, um, I don't want to spoil her. I don't want to spoil it. But my point is, is this. She is my favorite character... Not because she's a woman. She's my favorite character because of who she is, and that's what I care about. So I I get personally irritated because I feel like you're throwing something in my face 
when you should just let the character speak. Ahsoka Town to me is one of my favorite now. And I even I watched the last episode with my brother and I turned to, I looked at him. There's one move that she does in that finale and it like went off in my head. She's like and I looked at them all. She is now like one of my favorite Jedi ever. Ever. And we see her transition and we see a full character arc from young, naive, to be, being betrayed, maturing, and being a strong individual. And I'm like, and she stands up to Yoda and to Darth Maul and a lot of big, big, powerful entities in the universe. Sands are unwavering and strong. And to me, it was fascinating. And my favorite. So that is what I want. So if you want to highlight that, okay. But I'm like, you don't need to. Bring that and all the Star Wars fans will come running. Because you're delivering on what it is. Story, strong character. You do that, they will come running. You don't need to highlight that. If you want to highlight that, you're going to. They already did. I'm just thinking, I don't need that. Give me strong. Give me good. And I will. I don't care. She's a woman, great. She's a man, okay. But give me that. And then I will fall in love with the character. I love that character. She's freaking amazing. Like I said, one of my favorites from here on out. I know people may not like that, but it's me. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, any, no contrary no contrary opinion? Well, no, actually, I asked you what's going on in the Star Wars universe, and we got that. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, we, we because, got that because okay, instead. because let, let, let me go on and figure, because you brought up the, the all-woman cast. Well, I mean, I heard so, about it, right. and I don't... So my, my point is we don't know where we're going now. Okay. okay we, we're at the end. Of, all we know right now for sure is that we have this movie now, which we have no idea what it is, no character. It's like no, a Watiti movie. Right, yeah. Correct. Um, and I have faith because I have seen his work, and it's outstanding. Great. Um, okay. He has a good way of capturing character, developing character, action, comedy. Makes it real. When I initially watched Thor Ragnarok, wasn't a big fan. Only because it was so 180 from Dark, Dark, Dark World. World and the original. And I'm like, it wasn't ready for it. Upon about third watching, maybe fourth, I'm like, holy crap, this is really good. And I fell in love with the movie. Hmm. So then, then looking what he did with the season finale of The Mandalorian, oh my oh, yeah. God, what a great episode, right? Um, oh, gave, did, did he do the season finale of that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, you read, read that. that. Okay. Um, and and that one was so good. I'm happy. Other than that, all we know is Mandalorian. Season two. Season two is coming. They're okay. working on season three already. Robert Rodriguez apparently did. He did. He, he, tweeted, he tweeted out or Instagram a picture yep. of him with. The child. Okay. Very excited and, about and, that. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, very cool. If Robert can do it, then Taika will be just fine. Exactly yeah. my point. So right now, we don't know where we are in the Star Wars. We don't know for sure. And the we Obi-Wan series is in that? Has been delayed. No idea when it's coming. Okay. Okay. So right now, those are the only tidbits we get. Okay. So to me, I you know, with the uproar, some people don't like Last Jedi. Some people don't like Rise of Skywalker, blah, blah, blah. But now we can go... That whole thing has become a huge, massive, you know it. Yeah. So to me, it's more important for them to deliver on what, like they did with the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian. The characters that they came were character-driven, strong story. Give me that. And Star Wars fans have always been drawn by that. And going on that, I'll be honest, I have not watched Rise of Skywalker yet. It's on Disney Plus now. 
I fully intend to watch mm-hmm. it. But I think one of the big problems with the uh, with the prequels and with the episodes seven, eight, nine is you know the nostalgia. Mm-hmm. People kind of hold four, five, and six to a higher standard, mm-hmm. and as a result, they kind of compare how they felt yeah, they mm-hmm. for those to the other movies, and that's excluding all you know script logic or plot holes or anything right. like that. So when they watch Clone Wars, when they watch Rebels, when mm-hmm. they watch Mandalorian. When you're going into sort of an expanded universe, and you're just kind of taking that for the lore that it is, you're whole, you're it's a blank slate. Yeah. So people are going to enjoy it for mm-hmm. what it is and not hold it. So I think that going forward, with you know Taika working on on the new movie with the all female movie, which I'm not familiar with, you're going from you know from scratch. So people are going to enjoy it. Well, hopefully, for what it is, mm-hmm. and enjoy it for what it is, and not tied into the saga that is now closed. And that is exactly what I was trying to yes. say. Basically, yeah, that if you if they deliver with a strong character, characters, and strong story, and dedicate everything to story, mm-hmm. then it will deliver. And for all of those who have not watched Disney Gallery yet, because I know nobody in this room other than I. Have watched it. I watched Pop Culture. That was very good. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Bryce Dallas Howard, fantastic director. She, I love her. Great actor. Great, great director, actor. Yeah. Great actor, and an even better director. I think she's wonderful. I think she got the chops from her pops, and great. <laughs> in, and I don't want to spoil it because the first episode of that show is everything about the directors, and it talks to every director. So it has Bryce Dallas Howard. It has. Deborah Chen, uh, Chow, um, um, Fumiawa, Filoni, and Taika. Oh, wow. And they have interviews with From everyone. From yeah. Oh, I saw that previewed. Yeah, okay. okay, now I know what you're talking about. There's a moment in there, and she encapsulated exactly why The Mandalorian is good. I don't want to ruin it, um, but she's talking about how they kind of all operated and what they're all there for. And I listened to it, and I've watched that now three times. And every time it reaches that point, I'm like, this is why The Mandalorian is so good and why it's been so accepted by so many people. There are those people who don't like it, but that is so rare. And she nails it, like, boom. And I went, and again, while I was watching with my brother, I'm like, she just put it perfectly. Why The Mandalorian is so good. And he's like, yep. Anyway, I I don't want to... We'll watch it after, and I'll, I'll, I'll be like... The Gallery on Disney Plus now. Go watch it. Oh, my gosh. Along with prop culture, but anyway. And prop culture. <laughs> you right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's that was a long answer for that first story. <laughs> you went to Star Wars, man. I know, I know. Okay, next news item... A new merchandise dropped yesterday on uh, May the 4th. Uh, shopping. You know what? Those mugs that start at, um, mm-hmm. uh, they're already sold out. Oh, I bet. They were, they were 20 bucks a piece and they sold out like in 20 minutes or something. Oh. Like that. So they've got back orders now. I'll wait. You can, I'll wait. I'll wait. July 5th is when you can get them now. Okay, I'll wait. Um, a shopping event of galactic proportions uh, will be launched on May 4th. Uh, that was yesterday, so it was launched. Featuring limited edition pins, Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, 40th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I feel old. <laughs> Starbucks mugs and spirit jersey and Lego sets. Um, 
so there's all kinds of stuff coming out that you can go to Shop mm-hmm. Disney. I'm not going to go through all this stuff. But um, the COVID-19 is not stopping them from doing this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. more power to them for getting this stuff out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that did you guys see in the merchandise that came out? Um, no. Just uh, the mugs. The mugs. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing that actually I liked. Um. I kind of wanted to get the new 40th uh, um, anniversary A-Wing for Lego, but mm. gone. Gone. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I saw that thing, yeah. Yeah, 130, I think, is what it was for it. Wow. Gone. Do you guys uh, have spirit jerseys? No. No. Udi does not. I do not either. I know 13, 13, 13 is like the green one. Mm-hmm. My daughters have and them. And the Christmas one. Well, there's a Christmas one? Shana, yeah, she's got a Christmas one. Okay. Would there be any spirit jersey that you would get if you could make one? Based on anything, Jess? There was one that I wanted, but it was one that a girl made. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, where'd you get this? She's like, oh, oh yeah. no, I made them. And I was can't remember the, what. The long sleeve shirts? Yeah. Like Those the, are the spirit tees, yeah. That's what a spirit tee is. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But they're I'm not, not hip. They're not yeah, t shirts, so they're like a, like a jersey or something. Yeah, they're, they're thicker, but they're not. It's like long, it's long like quarter sleeve, like yeah, three quarter sleeve. But, but no, like, the weight is, weight of it is heavier than t-shirt. Yes, it is, but not as heavy as a sweatshirt. Got you. As soon as haberdasheries went out of style, I lost <laughs> track of fitness. Yeah, I, I just it's one of the things that I I do want to like, but I don't like. I mean, I I don't like. I haven't seen any design that really speaks to me, and they're just too heavy. Well, there are designs that, that I like, but like what? N- nothing to make me pull the trigger. Pirates was good. Mm. Um, did I see? I saw a couple. Of them. I'm like, okay, it's not bad, but um, nothing to make me pull the trigger. Okay. And nah, you know, and, and, and to be fair, not my style in general, anyway. There's an Empire Strikes Back one or something like that. I just saw. Yeah, but even I mean, a uh, uh, spirit jersey as a rule is not my style. Okay. You just don't have any spirit, maybe? Nope. Okay, there you go. At least I'm not like Jess, all dark. Always. Oh, dark. Dark soul. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is a news item uh, that I wanted to get to the last time because this actually makes me happy. Disney plans a $200,000 re- re- renovation of Frontierland entrance. Disney's planning, as I just said, a $200,000 re- renovation of Frontierland, of the Frontierland gate at Disneyland Park. Here are the details we know so far. A new report from the OC Register states that Disney plans to replace the Frontierland bridge entrance gates and widen the bridge. The, the permit calls for the replacement of a pair of 15-foot... Uh, faux wooden gates and a 16 foot long marquee along with the widening of an existing bridge at the Frontierland entrance. The renovation is meant to improve the flow of gas in and out of the land. These renovations will not begin until the park reopens although an exact reopening date for Disneyland Resort has not been announced. Oh, that's shocking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't know that. This information was obtained by secret. Ooh. Many... <laughs> who, what, what's the phrase from uh, Star Wars when this information was Brought to you by some, and which was the basic for like Rogue One, uh, Bothan spies. Bothans, yes. This information was obtained by Bothan spies, or via public records fought with the city of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Disneyland completed a similar renovation of the Adventureland entrance at Disneyland Park last year, just before Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opened. Um, we reported last month that Disney has decided to halt all construction projects at Disney Resort until mm-hmm. further notice as the parks continue to stay closed for the time being. Um, so this meant that construction on the all-new Marvel-themed land, Ventures Campus at Disney California Adventure, had to be halted. Uh, okay. So, yeah, we all we all know that. 
Uh, did you see those flyovers yeah. of the park? Mm-hmm. Um, did you happen to notice that Avengers jet thing that's parked out there? I did not. What's the thing called? The, the something jet. Quinjet. Quinjet's there. Um, so I thought that was in, in, uh, interesting. Okay. Um, so what else do we have to say? Uh, nothing. We've talked about a, a lot of stuff. Um, so, so the understanding is probably that Walt, of the parks here in America, Walt Disney World is going to get open first. Um, which Why? Is, um, oh, well, Florida, where they are. Okay, well. Okay, we're in California, I forget. <laughs> yeah. But, but. Not you. Uh, n- not to counter that, I'm wondering how that's going to go because that's more of a touristy international than. Oh, well, we'll find out. Um, I'm not going to run off on that tangent because there's another four hour tangent right there. Right. So I'll just. So there was um, a meeting in, in Orange County. It's Orange County, Florida, mm-hmm. oddly enough, in mm-hmm. Orange County, California. Um, so this was a meeting with the Orange County Economic Recovery Task Force. And when it came time to discuss the theme park sector, Chuck Whittle, president of Unicorp, asked Thomas Malzoom, um, who is the vice president of Walt Disney World Resort and Transportation, about any potential opening dates for Walt Disney World. And he responded, uh, we do not have any opening date yet. Some of you may, some of you may know. We at this point, we're just talking. We're taking bookings through June. It doesn't mean that we're opening in June at this time. I just want to make it clear that we do not have any plans to share about Walt Disney World or, for that matter, any other parks at this point. Um, clearly, regulatory guidance is an important element of this in each area, country we we work. Okay, whatever. So they don't have anything they want to share yet, but I, clearly they're talking about it and getting this going. So. Um, at this point now, I'm just saying all this is speculation mm-hmm. just for just for we just don't know what's going on. We just want, I think, any sort of small bit of news that we can cling to and hold on to that. OK, you know, June, whatever the you know, June, June 39th or whatever date that, that whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Um, so that's really all the news we have. I mean, there's just speculation. There are theories, um, and we hope everything gets back together. Uh, we know. I hope. I want to see construction going. Um, I know they're still doing it at Universal. Um, they're not really impacted economically at all because um, they're owned by Comcast, and they're raking in money anyways. Um, and uh, yeah, well, we shall see. I just. <laughs> It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time when, when we're open. Okay, so that is the news for this episode. Star Wars, merchandise, Frontierland entrance, and that's that. Okay, so again, normally this is where we have one-on-one with Jess, but uh, we never know what's She's going on. She's tired. She's tired. So now Her we're... Gonna... time is in 30 minutes. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> no. uh, so we've got our feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Okay, so here we are at our feature presentation. Um, so some of you guys, probably in the background, you've uh, the last probably eight to ten episodes, you've heard some clinking of glasses and coming in and outs of whatever. And um, that's here at the LTP, when, like I said, when you get to this level of podcasting, you have to have your own sort of, st- you have to have your own staff. That's right. Um, so we do have our own bartender that shows up, mixes his drinks on demand. That's um, true. And that is Jules. And um, hey, Jules. 
Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> Good. Uh, of course, you guys know I'm totally, totally joking about that. He does not do anything for us besides he only, only if he wants to. He it's can. true. Yeah. I'm not paid at all. No. No. Uh, no. But um, anyways, Jules has an interesting story. Um, Jules is a former cast member. Um and I just and just thought he might have a dim, different perspective uh, than either Udi and I would be. And he also did different things in the park. So, Jules, maybe you can introduce yourself a, a little bit and tell us about what you, what you did for the Walt Disney Company. Uh, sure. Uh, I worked for Disneyland, the Disneyland Resort, first from 2011 to 2013. I did the Disney College program at the main entrance. I was a, what they called a vacation planner. I worked in the ticket booths, you know, selling tickets, annual passes. And then after the college program ended, I was a park greeter. So I worked at the gate, scanning tickets, things like that. Became a lead out there, which is what they call a supervisor. Did that till about the end of 2013. And then in October of 2015, I went back to do the concierge lounge and food and beverage at the Paradise Pier Hotel. And I became a lead over there, so I started working bartending, the hotel bar, uh, helped out with room service, and just kind of jumped all over the place, but just was a lead there for about a year, almost to the day. The, the lead where? At which one? The Paradise Pier Hotel. Okay. And then I left in October of 2016. So five full years within the Disney company, 2011? Three. Yeah. Oh, no, you said to 2011? To 2013, and then yeah. I went 2015 to 2016. Oh. I had a whole intro, man. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> there was a hiatus in there. Yeah, so oh. I would say probably three years collectively. Okay, gotcha. Okay, um, so what what was your favorite part of the of, of working there? Oh, no, first off, why, why did you start to work there? What, what made you want to work there? Uh, I mean, I was, you know, I've been a whole fan, a big fan of Disney my entire life, um, my mom told me when I was, before I was born, when she was pregnant, she went to Disneyland. So I've mm-hmm. been there before I was even born. Oh. Uh, grew up with it. Uh, and then when I was probably about in high school, I like re-fell in love with Disney. So when I did the college program, I was about 19. And uh, just being able to work there and say I was 19 years old. And I worked in a record store, which I'd always wanted to work in. And I worked at Disneyland. Like my two dream jobs snapped off. Which yeah. record store did you work at? Uh I worked at one called uh, Dimple Records in here in uh, the Sacramento area. Okay. R.I.P. Yep, yep, yep. But then, you know, getting to say I worked at Disneyland. Like, mm. that was something, you know, no one I knew could say that. And I just enjoyed being able to work there. And then working in the main entrance, you're uh, you're one of the first people that the guests would see. In mm-hmm. their day. Like, they're buying their tickets, they're coming in to scan their passes or whatever. And you are their first step into the park, leaving the world of today and entering to yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. And that was great. Okay. Some people excited, thrilled for the day. People coming from other countries who had no idea what to do. You could open the map and walk them through it. That was always fun. Um, but even working in the hotel when I did that, like, after, you know, working at the park for a couple of years and being, you know, I had also been there many times in between, uh, just working in the hotel and that's a more intimate level that you can kind of talk to guests about their day or what they're going to do the next day and things mm-hmm. like that. And you can, uh, kind of chat with them. And there's less of an urgency, like at the park, like they're asking you questions, but they're trying to get in, they're trying to go. But sure. if they're sitting there at the bar, having a beer, trying to decompress, like, what do we do with the kids tomorrow? <laughs> Let me tell you, mm-hmm. do you have fast passes? I will tell you where to get them. And oh. I could kind of talk them through it a little bit. Oh, nice. So, I mean, both had their advantages. Yeah. For sure. But I probably liked the hotel a little bit. Okay. Did you ever meet uh, Christian Bale? 
I saw him Gross. in passing. <laughs> in passing, uh, okay. Yes, I was at the other side of the uh, the main entrance gate, but I saw guest relations bring him in. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, he's our number one listener, and he's probably the other person that bought the shirt with my face it on him, and is. I talk so much crap about him. <laughs> it's, it's true. The white T-shirt I saw him wearing actually had, had that yeah, face on it. There you go. Yeah. Did you ever try to steal Adam Sandler's um, cart? Or baby stroller. Stroller. No. Okay. I never saw Adam Sandler. That is a very random question I have to ask. I like that you asked that. You should ask everybody that from now on, please. (laughs) And only like original, like OG listeners will get it. Have you ever seen an abandoned um, ice chest full of hot dogs? Uh, No, but I did. But I did have a guy (laughs) bring in a giant ice chest once that was full of food that he could not bring in. Why? Uh, It was like a like as big as this table like oh. a four foot long ice chest wow what? tell me tell me what was in it realistically like three foot three foot his daughter had very uh strict dietary concerns mm-hmm. and the the concern however was, you were not concerned enough that you made him go away well the concern was it, it was this big like oh. you know, three and a half foot like <laughs> the, the concern was leaving it somewhere someone tripping on it someone getting into it like so we weren't uh, like i was doing bag check at the time and the manager wasn't letting him bring it in because yeah where would you put it so but why would you carry so, that? So the option that we gave him, because you know he didn't have a wagon or anything, he just was carrying this this mm-hmm. thing. Wow! And uh, the option that we gave him is that over, um, if you're looking at the west side, uh, downtown Disney, where mm-hmm. the Mickey and Friends tram would come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's those lockers on the outside, mm-hmm. in right? Right. Area. Mm-hmm. So the option that the, my manager had spoken to concerti- to security with was that he could leave it there, and they could put a sticker on it. That would say, like, this was checked by security, so, like, it wasn't, like, an abandoned bag or anything. You could leave it there and go back and, you know, use it at leisure. But the risk is you're leaving your container there. Mm-hmm. Right. And he didn't want to do that. He didn't want to take out part of the food and bring it back in. It was a lot of food. I don't know what he was doing bringing in, like, four days' worth of food. Did you want some of the food? No, I didn't even look at okay. it. Okay. He just joking. said it was, like, this his <laughs> food. And I was like... you. You can't you can't bring that in. It's the same with like people like you know at the time, you know. But this is back in 2011, 2013. I don't know. I can't remember what the policies are now. But if you couldn't you know wheel in coolers, you know mm-hmm. you couldn't have the, uh, wagons dragging behind you. It was just a trip hazard. Yeah. Uh, so he ended up taking it back to his hotel. I don't know what happened after that. Okay. Uh, any celebrities that you did meet or come across? Tell, tell me a few that you saw. Uh, I I saw a few very in passing. Uh, Justin Bieber had come through with uh, with his like little posse uh, that had two guest relations, two plaids, uh, two cast members, and a uh, undercover security. Of course, uh, that was at the main entrance. That's how we g- roll into the park too. It is. It's true. I'm only only Jess. That. No, only Jess. Only if Jess is there, and we actually have to go through our own separate main entrance, which is a line with everybody else. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's very exclusive. Yeah. We're yeah. so discreet that no one even knows we're there. I mean, you thought Seth was a listener. He's yeah. not. He's uh, not. He's not. He's my <laughs> undercover security. Is he? Okay. Uh, I, <laughs> I helped Dana White get in in passing. Uh, oh. Uh, founder of UFC. Um, I did have a couple that were really interesting where the, the ticket machine jammed, where people would, um, there's like a, the main entrance pass that cast members have, and there's a red version. It's like the VIP pass, and the ticket machine jammed. And I went over one time, and it was Matt Lucas, who uh, he's in movies like the uh, live-action uh, Alice in Wonderland that plays uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Mm. But he's also in uh, 
what is it? Uh, Bridesmaids and a couple other movies. Okay, like, I don't even know this he, guy. He's a gentleman. Know. He's a British gentleman with alopecia. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, if you saw him, you'd recognize him immediately. I recognize him immediately. Okay. And then I, and then another one was uh, Corey Burton, who uh, does the voice of the Mickey and Friends tram. Hmm. Uh, he also did you know voices on a lot of '90s cartoons, and he does the uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday. Uh, okay. Thorough Ravenscroft, and so he came over, and the ticket machine was jammed, and he had you know his card says his name. He's like, oh, do you need to see my ID? And I was like, I know exactly who you are <laughs> and just printed it sent him on his way um, I sold tickets to Tom Savini who had done a, he's a makeup artist did like a, From Dusk Till Dawn mm. and a lot of, and a Friday the 13th things like that um, the uh, winner of Miss California mm. and uh, there's probably a few here and there okay uh, I do. There is a story, but I will not tell it on this microphone. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that's that may be on a. It's, it's, it's one of my most embarrassing stories. Of With working. who though? Uh, Francis Bean Cobain. Oh, that's and, random. And, and anyone who who is listening to this on the off chance actually knows this story knows exactly what I'm talking about, and it haunts me to this day. I don't know the story, but I know who that is for sure. Yes. Okay. Uh, I saw her mom play at Lollapalooza back in the day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, okay. There's probably a few more in there that I'm not even thinking. Sure. Of. They'll, they'll come to me later. So you, but, but you, you prefer working at Paradise Pier more than, than, than the park itself. I do, I mean, I loved working at the main entrance because, you know, you're literally the front line. You are the people mm-hmm. like that are starting the day on the high note. You are there. You're the first impression of what they're going to see in this park. Sure. I've had people come up the night before to like, you know, want to buy a, not buy a map, but like to get a map to, you know, ask about going to the park the next day that have never been here before. Oh. Like, people from Norway who are like, we've never been to America. What do we do tomorrow? And things like that. But mm-hmm. I liked I liked that. I loved it. I really did. But okay. then working at the hotel was just more intimate. Mm-hmm. And I, and I kind of like that more because, uh, like, you're still part of the show, but in a more relaxed environment that people don't feel like you have to be... Like, you're still on. You know, you're still, sure. you're still a cast member, but you're... So, but you were attending bar at Paradise Beer, is it? Uh, no, I did. Well, yes and no. I did the concierge lounge is where I started. Okay. Um, so, you know, we would set up like the breakfast in the morning and the coffee and just kind of put out like the buffet style. Oh. And then uh, during the afternoon, we'd have snacks. And then from uh, five to seven, there was uh, like a hot, hot appetizer, like uh, you know, pot stickers or uh, mm. croquettes or anything like that. And then we put out with like... Um, some uh, crudite and some cheeses and things like that do complimentary wine and beer and just kind of serve people mm. like you know no money was involved if you if you had paid extra for the concierge lounge and you came in yeah because um, yeah, like that sounds a lot different than the concierge lounge at the best western it's uh, much uh, stuff all's in it's much different <laughs> um but i did that and then i became a lead which is a supervisor so then i had to train to work in like the uh Surfs up with Mickey and friends. Oh yeah, yeah. Buffet yeah. breakfast mm-hmm. and dinner. Uh, I had to learn how to do room service. I had to learn how to work the bar. I had to work, learn how to work the okay. uh, poolside bar. So I did bartend, and that's where I got a lot of my bartending experience. But it was mostly just covering for other people. Gotcha. If you could work at any restaurant on the Disney property, where would you want to work? I would want to work probably at the Napa Rose. Mm. I do not feel I am qualified to work there. Uh, because a lot of the servers there are either like Somalia or uh, Cicerone certified, um, like at least like level two or level three, and they know their wine, they know their beers, they're very experienced at what they do. But I felt like I feel like that would be an environment 
I would be good at, at least in the bar. Mm-hmm. Be able to talk about beer and wine at a higher level. Maybe not so much the, the food service. Okay. People get a little finicky. Okay. Interesting. We're learning a lot about you, Jules. Yeah, I didn't. Just did, did, did you know all of this? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you never told us? No. Okay. I knew this moment would come. I have a oh. manuscript somewhere. I could just hand you the answer. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, there you go. So um, going back to episode 106, Jules, what was your what was your Disneyland moment? My Disneyland moment, as in like... What was know. the point that you fell in love with the park? What was the day or the time, the experience that made you go, this place is the place I want to anchor myself to? It's a little difficult. I mean, like when I was a, when I was a kid growing up, like uh, probably from like you know birth to like seven or eight. I think we went like once a year or something. So like Disneyland was just like a natural occurrence in my life. Uh, my mom would tell me that I you. learned how to read from looking at Disney VHS tapes. It was mostly that I memorized. <laughs> okay. the, mostly I memorized the fonts so I could be like Snow White because I knew what it looked like. You're from Northern California, yeah? I am. Yes. Okay, Sacramento. Oh, yes, and. Um, so like it's always kind of been there, but like then I kind of fell off it, you know, being a you know too cool teenager. Um, but then one day I was I was I think I was in high school and I was just kind of flipping through YouTube, like and I somehow fell into like best Disney songs, you know, like ten best Disney songs. And I went through a couple of them and I was like, that's not a good set. Uh, that's not a good ten. No, that song should be number two. And I went through it and I listened to Hellfire from Hunchback of Notre Dame for the first time in probably like eight years, and just something clicked. And I was like, "That's it! Like that song is like, you know, it like hit me on an emotional level, like on a musical level. It was just so beautiful. And I just that was it. And I locked in, and I became obsessed with just Disney all over again." Uh, I already have a problem of when I watch TV and film, I go on IMDb, I look at all the trivia, and who, <laughs> who wrote it, who directed it, who produced this, who edited this. And it became even worse with Disney because then I went down that rabbit hole of history. Mm-hmm. And like uh, I have like the behind the music behind the magic with like the Alan Menken and uh, uh, Howard Ashman, like all their demos of like, mm. Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, and Little Mermaid, and just went down this rabbit hole and just fell in love with it. And I think probably the next time I went to the park after that, uh, whenever that was, that was like the moment where I was like, this is everything I've been researching and like falling in love with again. And now I'm back. Mm. And it's like, whenever I went back and then I think that was probably 2006, I went back and then, yeah, after that, that was it. Mm. Like, I, like as soon as I got to work at the park, I, I went and I didn't come back for like two years. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, that's good. Who do you have any questions? That's good. That's nice. No, they're, they're coming. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> okay, so I guess we'll ask you our standard questions then. Um, and I think the first time I met you was at Disney Trivia. Yes, it was. And I did ask you these questions, but... Um, this was the uh, Brickyard one? Yeah, the yeah. Brickyard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, Oh, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah well, it wasn't the top, that, uh, top golf. Corner. Yeah. Uh, were you at Top Golf? was that just... Uh, no. Yeah, that was, Aaron. Who do you want with us? Did I? Top Golf. Maybe remember, and it was a really crappy trivia because yeah, like oh, point wise, yeah. Too. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I met you at Brickyard. Yeah, right. yeah, okay. she met me at Brickyard. Now I remember that. I forgot yeah. about that trivia. It was that bad. Uh, I'm the one who drank like a pitcher to myself. Yeah. like I should be the one not remembering. Yeah, that. that's right. <laughs> 
Okay, so uh, the standard questions then. Let's see if your answers have changed because I actually did take notes that night. No, I did not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are your essential attractions, Jules? My essential attractions. Um, one of the big things for me is when I, you know, when I come in, I go, you know, go to Disneyland first over California Adventure on my first day. I have to go through the right side of the tunnel into Main Street. Stop for a second. Appreciate you know, Town Square, Castle. Walk down, and I have to walk through the castle. I have to walk under the bridge, and then um, from there I can kind of go wherever. But I have to walk under the bridge first. Don't know why. Have to do it. Um, but I have to go on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Uh, what when walk under the bridge? Under the portcullis, over the bridge. Oh, over, oh, the, over oh, the bridge. Oh, over the bridge. Through Sleeping Beauty's Castle. Gotcha, castle. okay. Sorry. I know. Yes. Like, okay, what what yeah. bridge are we talking about? Yes, okay. Yeah, so I walk to the partner statue, go straight through Fantasyland. I have to walk through the castle into Fantasyland before I do anything else. That's how you start your trip? Every time. Doesn't matter where I go after that. Oh. And I told her this. Mm-hmm. I have to walk through the castle. Fantasyland is my favorite land. Uh, I... I love the stories. The, sto- the stories yeah. in that land are what started everything. Okay. That's where I go first. I appreciate it. Whether or not I ride Pinocchio or Snow White or Mr. Toad first, doesn't matter, but I have to walk through there first, and then we can go get our fast pass at Big Thunder or wherever after that. Gotcha. Um, but that, then while I'm there, I have to go on Mr. Toad. I have to go on Haunted Mansion. Uh, sometimes I will do, I'll go all the way back to Winnie the Pooh and go Winnie the Pooh uh, Haunted. Uh, well, Winnie the Pooh, Splash, Haunted, and then Pirates, mm. if I if I have the time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just Haunted and uh, Mr. Toad are the, the essential ones for me. Gotcha. Okay. So you're a uh, West Side guy then? I'm very much a West Side guy. Okay, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with the East Side. No. You know, I, love, I love Space Mountain. I love Autopia every now and again. Um, but as a whole, I just, I, I've definitely felt more of a connection to, like, the New Orleans Square kind of area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Notice no Adventureland stuff coming out of your mouth. What happened there? I, I love Indiana Jones. I love the Jungle Cruise. There you go. I am such a sucker for a good pun. It's not even funny. I know, um, right? Right. I'm so like I laugh harder than anyone on that boat, even if I've heard the joke ten times. Yeah. Uh, when I hear a new Jungle Cruise Jungle Cruise joke, it's amazing. It's my <laughs> okay. favorite thing. Like you've never said that before. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I do. Um, but it's not one of the ones I have to do like first. Day, if that no. makes sense. Like my 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 uh, my priorities are, the, are Toad and Mansion, and then after that, I will try to have everything else. But those are the like the two I have to. So Toad and Mansion. Okay, so every answer is so different and so cool to me. Is that uh, we've never had those two paired together that I know. Um, Not good. Yeah, <laughs> Toad and Mansion. I mean, it, it could have been. Uh, I don't know something. I mean, Toad Man. Okay, gotcha. Okay. I could have just said Autopia and uh, you know Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I would have said you were weird. You know what I love <laughs> is, fi- is you know, Finding Nemo, and I have to absolutely have to ride the Casey Junior train. Those two, nothing else. <laughs> I'll ride them all on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And you know what? You laugh about Casey Junior, but that thing's like a classic. Oh, I, mean, I, that love, thing's, I love Casey. I love that yeah. thing. Oh, I'm just knocking the parent. Yeah. Uh, the last time I went on it, just to make you laugh, I got stuck in the cage, dude. I'm way too big for the cage. <laughs> Why would I be put in the cage? Uh, yeah, they they thought it was that funny. Yes. It, it was like, we'll just put the guy in the cage. Kids, <laughs> kids that were like eight or nine were like laughing at me. I was w- like, were you in the monkey cage specifically? I don't know what cage it was. I was like, okay, I'm sitting okay. I'm, I'm doing that. Uh, but as an aside, um, you said you, you like a good pun in the Jungle Cruise. Have you seen when the Jungle Cruise skippers 
do the Haunted Mansion on YouTube? No, I don't think I have. Check it out. I you will laugh. Will. You will you will laugh. I they, absolutely will. They give a tour of the um, Haunted Mansion as John Cruise Skippers, and they have jokes for everything. It's I like, need this. Yes, it's I like need this in my life. Yes. Uh, okay, so go ahead and check that out. So, all right, yes. and all of you listening, please check that mm-hmm. out with me. Yes, I'll live tweet it. I don't even care. Yeah, they, well, we should we should do that. Okay, live tweet it. All right. Um, Twitter for this. I like it. What is your favorite? <laughs> what is your favorite food? And or snack, and so food, restaurant, snack, all that kind of stuff. Okay. I mean, a churro is a given. Um, okay, okay, but you know, I have to ask. Yeah, yeah. I know. Jess, go ahead and ask. No, go ahead. Where do you get your churro? Yeah, from where? I will get my churro from either over by Matterhorn, or I'll get it by Haunted Mansion. Are the <laughs> The worst ones. The worst ones. <laughs> okay, Jay. Again, Jay would not be happy. Jay with would not be happy with those answers. No. Okay, that's fine. Jay's our food. Oh no, you don't. You don't. You do not disappoint Jay no, in this food stuff. I'm not here to impress him. <laughs> You're not. Well, you. Well, you had better. You better. Uh, so Jay will tell you that the fan, that the Frontierland was the best. Frontierland ones are good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree I, with that. I'll get them from any car, but yeah. that just happens to where like it happens to be where I happen to land. <laughs> okay. Craving. I, I t- yeah. I mean, like the. The Tomorrowland one, I don't hit that often. I will walk through Tomorrowland, and they don't have it anymore, but I would ra- wave at the Rocketeer guy, you know, moving the popcorn machine. Yeah. He doesn't exist anymore. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not sad about it. Yeah, you are. Um, hmm. But, like, the you know, the Fantasyland one it t- tends to be more, more my more common okay. destination because walking through the castle. Sure. There it is. But by the time I go hit a couple rides, go over to Haunted, churro cart's right there. There it is. Yeah, it I'm, is. Not, I'm not going to go to Frontierland to go out of my way to get a churro. But you're not going out of your way because you got to pass Frontierland the way you're going. Precisely. Yeah, see? Well, again. And you should know this if, if you're giving Disneyland advice to people from wrong. Denmark. I'm not. Yeah, from Denmark, or, Norway. Or, or Norway. <laughs> As I said, I'm not going from, I'm not going from Fantasyland to right. Haunted. I will go from, I have to walk through and then I'll go wherever. If, like, if I'm with a crew and they want to go hit you know, Alice in Wonderland and then go hit you know, Space Mountain and then go over to Haunted, I'll do that. Okay. I just have to do that. I have to walk through first. And then we can go back and do whatever. I we can go to you know Emporium or whatever. But I'm going to go walk through the castle first. Okay. It does, like, whatever churro cart is on my way. I'm not picky. Okay. But the churros and then the uh, I'm not going to you know make you happy with. Don't that. they <laughs> taste? Don't they taste different though? I'm not. I, okay. Next time I'll get them side by side. I'll label them all. <laughs> okay. I'll try them side. Done. Try them together. We're going to do that. I'm yes. down. That's going to yes. be expensive. Be, yeah. Oh well. It'll be an Instagram live story. It'll yeah. be great. We'll um, do it. Great. Yeah. So as far as snacks. That or the uh, Mickey face pretzels Ooh. Um, over over by uh, the Hyperion Theater and uh, Guardians. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's that's where I'll get them. Mm-hmm. I always tear out the eyes first and then eat the ears and then work up. Uh, as far as actual meals go, I do like over Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta, the sun-dried tomato basil pasta. And that is, I'm going to give you credit for that because, oh, my gosh, that's really good. I never yep, had sucked. it until, until you're like, we need to go. And I'm like, okay. And we went, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And it's so good. And I had yeah. it last time I went. It's so good. Did you? Yep. Yes. I went, I made, I'm like, we're going. I was with Joey, and I'm like, we're going there. He's like, what are we going to do over there? I'm like, you're going to have this, Joe. He's it's, like, yeah, it was really good. It's so good. Yeah. I love it. Um, <laughs> another quick service one would be um, either the uh, Golden Horseshoe. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the the chicken. Uh the Big Thunder Barbecue, R.I.P. I know, right? Mm-hmm. But those those were like my big like quick service ones. But as far as like sit down goes, I love Cafe Orleans. 
Um, I like having the pommes frites there. I like going to Carthay. I like going to... Uh, it's lemon. Blue, you know, blue body. Oh, you, do you like it, it's lemon? I don't think he's lemon. ever had it. I don't think I've had okay. it. It's lemon. Um, yeah. Those okay. Are, those are my choices. Carthay Circle is on my list. I've never been yes. there, but it's, I, I, I want to go there. It's, it is good. Okay. I had They had a beef tenderloin with a blue cheese risotto. That was pretty dope. And they had uh, firecracker duck wings on their right. seasonal menu. Yeah, I've heard a lot about those duck wings. Yeah, those are, Th- those, those are good. Okay, but I also I don't mind going there just to the lounge to have a cocktail. Same mm. with the uh, Pixar Lounge. The mm-hmm. the cocktails there are fantastic. Lamplight. Do uh, the lamplight. Yeah, lounge, the lamplight. Lounge. Do we have food there? No, just drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just drinks. Hmm. All right, solid, solid answers there. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> okay, is Disneyland better day or night for you? Night. Okay, night and why and where do you want to be? The first attraction to make me absolutely love the nighttime was uh, the Storybook Canal. Oh, Jess? Because um, <laughs> you, you can do it dur- during the day, and it's great, and it's cute, and it's wonderful. But doing it at night when you go under those arches and the lights are twinkling, mm-hmm. it's just a much... You, know, you see the little, you know, the miniatures along the way and the way they're lit, it's just a much more magical experience. Mm-hmm. Um, conversely, I do enjoy Jungle Cruise more during the day than I do at night, interestingly enough. You see more. Uh, yeah, you see more and mm-hmm. like, you know, it's light, you know, it's just all torch lighted. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, uh, like, you know, Haunted, I think it has a much more, much more of an impact at night. Thunder is better at night. That, that, uh, that part's true, yeah. Then, uh, what is the other one? Splash Mountain. When you come over the drop at night, mm. when you go through all, like, all that at night, is just better. Especially if you can time it with Fantasmic with the fireworks, and you can it's see perfect. the fireworks going off as you're coming around the bend. It's fantastic. Mm. I think overall, it's Fantasmic. It is Fantasmic. Mm. <laughs> Two exclamation uh, points. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think overall, uh, more of the attractions tend to be better. At least the outside ones tend to be better at night than they are during the day. Overall, mm-hmm. and I think it's just. Uh, I, I, there's there's a magic of coming in for the first time, you know, when it's day, you know, clear skies. I always like to walk into Toontown when there's cloudless sky and call it a Toontown sky because it <laughs> looks like it's painted. Yeah. Uh, but there's something about coming in, in the daytime and just that sunlight and that energy. But then, when, like, leaving at night, with, I mean, you're looking at, you know, all of Main Street, the Crystal Palace and all that, just, like, twinkling has much more of a sentimental thing. And I think it's because you're saying goodbye. Yeah. You know, like, you leaving that in the daytime doesn't have that same impact. No. And that's a very, very god, uh, solid, solid point right there. Oh, okay. I cannot disagree at all. In fact, I'm not meant to disagree. I'm just trying to take it all in. But no, you've got some really good points there. Um, leaving at night, does, it's much different than leaving in the daytime. Oh, yeah. Even, yeah. If, even if you're just crossing over, like from, uh, from Disneyland to California Adventure, you're just like, okay, yeah, we're leaving, and it, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Like when you're leaving, you know, Buena Vista Street. When you're leaving Main Street at night, it's a much different vibe mm-hmm. than going into it, day or night. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah, nighttime for both is just incredible, especially Buena Vista Street. I love Buena Vista Street. I do too, actually. I, um, I opened actually. The, I was at the main entrance when they opened Buena Vista Street. And, oh really? And Radio Springs Spacers have that little pin. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, cool. So, so I, nice. Got, I got to do the cast preview for that, and to be there when it opened on the opening day was wild. But Let me magical. ask you that. Well, do, do they at, at, at night, and I've seen it during the um, Halloween, but they use, like, the purple lights on the trees right in the middle of Buena Vista? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that only in Halloween, or they do that throughout the year? Hard to say. I haven't worked the main entrance in seven years. Okay. 
All right. Mm. I've never noticed um, it. I have not. I've you haven't noticed like, like the, like the soft purple? In, 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 oh. in our ventures since then, I have not seen the purple lights on the trees. Okay. So that might just be a Halloween thing. Yeah. Um, but next time I'll have to pay more attention. But okay. I, I think it might just be a Halloween Okay, yeah, we're going to get in DCA in a couple episodes down, down. but I just my point is that whenever I'm that, it's always good for about six hours for me, but as soon as the sun starts to set, I want to go across the Esplanade and hang out over there. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So my time at mm. night, in my nighttime at DCA has been, been very limited, mm. except for the Halloween parties, which is a different vibe. Have you ever been there uh, when Radio Springs Racers uh, lights up? Of course, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They do live community treatment and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, yeah. that's that, that's something you, else. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> that's a feeling that you can't get anywhere else. That's true. Like, that is. Like, if I remember when they opened it, like, are they going to do that? And one of the guest relations uh, cast members I knew was like, yeah, they do that. <laughs> so I was like, no, no way. Went over immediately. So okay. Fantastic. 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 <laughs> TMCR. Okay, so next, um, since you were um, a greeter at the front here, this might be a good question for you. Um, You're going to take a guest into Disneyland for the first time. And the the, the scenario is, Jules, I just don't like Disneyland. It's too crowded. Uh, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know what's you crazy Disney, you know, you crazy Disneylanders are spending too much money over here. Why do I want to go? You have to take me to a spot. An attraction, a land, or whatever. It could be both. That best embodies what Walt was trying to convey with Disneyland. Where do you go? So someone, if someone came to me with that as their opening statement, you're clearly not someone I want to go to Disneyland mm-hmm. with in the mm-hmm. first place. I don't know anyone that's that would be like, I don't get Disneyland, but take me to Disneyland. Um, I do have a couple friends that I think they don't, they don't like crowds. Mm-hmm. They get a little anxious. Um, they're not big Disney people but they're big Star Wars people. So what I would probably do is I'll, you know, take them in. I would take them, you know, down main street and kind of, you know, this is Walt's apartment. Like, you know, this is the opera house where they first started. They they used this building first to build the rest of the buildings and like kind of give a little brief history lesson as we're going along. Yeah. And like these things that have been around for this many years and why they're still there. And then take them to to Fantasyland first because I won't do anything else. (laughs) And then from there, you know, maybe well, like you know, pick one of the, you know pick one of these attractions. We'll we'll ride one of the dark rides. Mm-hmm. That's that's an easy thing first. You can do a dark ride. Yeah. Um, do you like roller coasters? Okay, then we can go get a fast pass for you know Thunder Mountain, and then we can either go down into New Orleans if you want, or if you want to go to the Star Wars, then we can do that. And for my friends who are more Star Wars oriented, that might be a very acclimation for them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is what I enjoy, and as we're going in there, we can talk about the transition from like this land to the other. I could be like, you see how, like how they do this, like, you know, the berms are kind of meant to bring you like into the system. And like, yeah, I can kind of, you know, segue my little nerdisms in there. Uh, but you know, once you get them in there with the droid shops and like, you know, get them in line for smugglers run or something like that, then it's like, Oh, this is star Wars. And you like, you know, show them the Disney play app, put them on the app on their phone in line. It'd be fine. Get them through the, you know, 80, 90 minutes. (laughs) And then, Oh, Hey, our fast pass is ready get you on Thunder Mountain. Go have lunch over in, you know, Cafe Orleans or whatever and then kind of work your way around. But find okay. out what they're most comfortable with, like what their favorite thing is about Disney or Disneyland. Like what, <laughs> what was your favorite, you know, movie growing up? And then kind of put them in that environment. Okay. I haven't heard that before. I have I'm not. not I'm, I'm not that uh, thoughtful, I guess. 
<laughs> um, so question is, what it, what was your thought of Rise? Rise of the Resistance? Uh-huh. is incredible. Okay. Cause, cause, yeah. I, was, I was there tearing up right there. Okay. She was with us. No, I know, yeah. but... I, I have not I, said I, it on here. Oh, that's right. We don't have it on We're tape. We're podcasting. Yes. Not everybody's going to know. So, okay. w- so when I went through it, I did go through it with you guys. I just wasn't was not there recorded. Yep. Um, and you know, we went through the entire queue, and I thought the queue was great. I thought everything was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot there was a lot of detail in it that I really enjoyed. And then you're know, going. Um, can I do spoilers now no. that you guys have done the spoiler episode? No. Okay. No. Okay. No. okay. That's fine. You can hint. No. no totally fine. Just yep. what, just making sure. Yep. So, you know, the queue was great on its own and then actually starting to interact in the attraction and be part of the attraction was just otherworldly. Mm. And, you know, like, you know, when, when Udi was tearing up, I was tearing up right there with you <laughs> and we were just losing our minds yep. and, you know, lost our minds for the next day or two afterwards. And I tell people to this day, I've been to Anaheim, I've been to Orlando and I've been to Paris and Rise of the Resistance is my favorite attraction that I've ever been on in all three parks. Mm. Okay. And and the reason why I ask that question is because I know with the shutdown, a lot of people now haven't had the opportunity. <laughs> they were probably planning. Oh, that's so you sad. know, I know we would have, I know I think I would have been on it probably at least another two, or, two or three times by sure. now again. Um, and maybe people are watching live videos just to try right. to get, you know, sate some uh, and, and, entertainment. Yeah, and then there are those people who are Still like eh, Star Wars Galaxy, not my thing, and like like Jess, it's but killer. you know, but <laughs> but even she's kind of come over to the dark side a bit. Um, but I, you know, I, I want it because you're coming from a different different angle, mm-hmm. you know, and I, that's why I asked the question because I feel like there may be a level of doubt because the land isn't even a year old. Mm-hmm. Um, the attraction um, is months open, and and um, you know I, I feel like I, I want to make sure people understand it is that it you is know, yeah you I'll, know it, and it, was, it's true all of it so it is yeah that's why I asked yeah <laughs> uh, well I was very cautious when I even like when I worked there uh, when I worked at the Paradise Pier Hotel and they were you know hinting rumors of it and I kept telling people until I get it in the company email or Disney Parks blog says it. I won't believe it. I don't. I don't care about your rumors. I don't care about your, you know, your aerial shots until I hear it. I don't know what it is. And so I, but I was also still cautious, like you know, putting a, you know, Star Wars park in the Magic Kingdom, in the original park, a little wary, uh, selling alcohol in a park that is notorious for mm-hmm. not selling mm-hmm. alcohol, being dry, uh-huh. a little, dry. a little, a little wary about it, breaking tradition like that. But I've always. Tried to tell myself as long as there's magic in the world, imagination in the world, Disneyland will never be complete. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep growing. They're going to keep changing. And I try to respect that to a point. Um, so I was very wary on it. But then I went in with you guys and it was great. It was wonderful. I have friends that are not Disney people but are Star Wars people and they're willing to go mm-hmm. just to do that. Mm-hmm. And I've told them it's like, the, the attraction Smuggler's Run, Rise of the Resistance, the Cantina, the Droid Shop, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely worth it to have that experience, to have, like, the themed phrasing that they gave us when we got our food 
asking for the receipts as like shipping ter- mm-hmm. you know, shipping per- permits. <laughs> and like when we went to the droid shop and mm-hmm. it was 100% themed phrasing. You had a five minute conversation with this guy and it was nothing but themed phrasing. Yeah, we were talking back and forth about droids and, and credits and uh, the Spire and yeah. And uh, like he asked for your uh, my, your, creda- your uh, my cre- credential. credit lowering credentials. You yep. gave him your annual pass and yep. then he asked for your pilot license yep. and you gave him your driver's license yep. and he said, oh, an off-planet land speeder license. Yep. And he never, never stopped wavered in five minutes. Yeah, oh. and we went back and forth and back and forth. And I jumped in because I'm like, well, well, I wanted to know how far he would go, and he never broke. And I'm like, like I left. I'm like, we we're both like, yeah, yeah, it was, was beautiful, amazing. Yeah. And yeah. the 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 work that they're putting in to get that credibility because theme phrasing has always been a big thing, especially mm-hmm. in those uh, more immersive parts of the park. It's it's wonderful. I I, I I was very cautious. I didn't knock on it necessarily, but I was very very hesitant, and mm-hmm. then. Just experiencing it was just was wonderful, and I. Anyone that was, that was wary about it, at least check it out once. You can't knock it till you do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent answer. Udi's thinking about something. I had another one I went away. I'll be right here. About Star Wars. Mm. Galaxy's Edge. If you could, well, actually. If you could have go to any attractions opening day, what attraction would it be? Ooh. What era? What era? Yeah, There's, what that's era? two questions. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so for any attractions opening day, which attraction would it be? Besides Rise of the Resistance, which I felt, well, actually, it could be that. Check that one off. Yeah. Uh, that's, done. That's, that's actually a long time <laughs> I've, I've done that. Ooh, this is a, this is a great it's a hard, question. It's a good question. Um, attractions opening day. See, it's hard, though, because I've only experienced so many attractions decades later Mm -hmm. that I can't even think of experiencing one. Like, say, like, if you're like, oh, I want to be there July 17th, 1955. It's like, well, how much went wrong in 1955? (laughs) Like, like you don't, like, you want to be there, but you don't want to experience the difficulties of it. Um, I would say, for my, just for me, I would like to have been there opening day of Toontown. Oh, okay. I think that would have been a very interesting thing, you know, you know, Mickey and Minnie live here. Like this is this is what it is. I I can't remember. Did Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin open with Toontown? I thought it I, did. I think it did. If it, yeah, I could, think it because the movie was in 88, yeah. 89, um, and that would have been wonderful. You know, to have Gadget's Go Coaster and you know the Chippendale Tree and like all these things that I remember as a kid. That's back when the trolley moved. Like to be able to experience yeah. that from the beginning um, as an adult and being able to like register that. I think that would be wonderful. Okay. So, so uh, Toontown. Okay, gotcha. And if you could be at the park at any era, any time, what time would it be? Like what decade or what year? Okay. Um, that's a, it's the same thing. Like with the 50s and 60s, it would be great. But mm-hmm. you like knowing the technology and the attractions that we have now, it's a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Um I would say, just for, like if I would could go back at the age I am right now, with, yeah. the, with all the knowledge I have right now, I would probably go back ninety six, ninety seven, so that I could see the, Hunch, the Hunchback of Notre Dame uh, show over back by mm-hmm. the uh, Big Thunder Ranch, and then I could see the Hercules uh, Parade on Main Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, because uh, you don't. Get Was that the Festival of Fools thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. Okay, Hunchback's my favorite Disney movie. Oh, okay, okay, animated yeah. Disney movie. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay, I, I gotcha on that. All right. Hmm. 
It's never not, had, not everyone's okay. answer, but I don't, no. I don't. I don't remember those as a, as a child. But that's um, a great answer. I had seen pictures of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd seen you know memorabilia merchandise from them, and I would just like to see those. Yeah, like you know, you know they have like the topsy turvy day little uh, crank machine in the mm-hmm. uh, little area where the uh, rose gardens used to be. In fancy, I don't know if that mm-hmm. area has a name. Over by where uh, Mickey's Magical Map. That's a fantasy oh. theater for, or fantasy theater. Is that what it's called? Or the um, you're talking about before, you're talking about before the castle. No, the, no, it's the still left. It's still there. Before I cranked, the castle. Yes, yes. Yeah, right making the, the magic map is by Toontown. Okay, so the you're talking about it's uh, where they do the princess meet and greet, and I can't think that of thing. Called. It's a small world mall. You mean? No, 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 no Mark. No, before no. the castle. Before the castle. Oh, oh that's fantasy fair. Fantasy fair. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have the little hunchback thing there. Yeah, and yeah. That's kind of it. Uh, okay, but I mean, to be able to see like a major like they put effort into a major show in the in the park mm-hmm. for my favorite animated film I think would be wonderful oh good solid answer no no and just so I understand like the phrasing after you went on Rise of the Resistance and you said you've been to Paris and Walt Disney World and of course Disneyland yes you said that was your favorite attraction you've been on of all three yes your favorite yes Hmm. I have, yeah, I went to, you know, I've been to Disneyland multiple yeah, yeah, times. Yeah. I went to uh, Walt Disney World twice. Yeah. And then last year I went to Disneyland Paris. Right. And then after Disneyland Paris, I went on Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, okay. Rise of the Resistance is my favorite attraction. Okay. A Dis- close second would be the Space Mountain in Disneyland Paris. My daughters have been on that one. It yeah. is fantastic. Yes. I mean, their Tomorrowland is uh, Discoveryland. Right, like right, Jules right. Verne, kind of steampunky. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Awesome. I mean, yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah, for sure, for sure. See, and I don't want, I mean, for, just for me, as I mentioned before in other shows, is that um, it's Rise of the Resistance was the the part, the best attraction I've been on. Yes. But not, it's, it's not anywhere near my favorite. But it's still like the best one I've been on. It's, if that makes it's, sense. The, it's the best one I've been on. Yes. Well, and you said favorite, though. Oh, okay. I see. I see. I see the, the difference here. Um, no, you know what? Um,. I'm still going to stick with it okay. because when, when, I, when I went on the, the reason I love the Space Mountain in uh, Disneyland Paris is because it's the Jules Verne vibe. But when I went on it, it was still the uh, the Star Wars, the the Space Mountain. Hyper- 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 okay. the, it was still hyperspace mountain, so it was still Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think on its own would be killer. Loved it, but uh, no, definitely uh, Rise of the Resistance as far as of right now. Favorite. Okay. Favorite. Uh, yeah, it's the pinnacle of technology and immersion that Disney has achieved. Okay. To my knowledge, without going to Shanghai, Hong Kong. Sure. Tokyo. Okay. Gotcha. Solid answer. What, do you, what is your answer for that? Um, I would have I would have to um, qualify it a bit because. Sure. Um, um, the it is a pinnacle. I mean, you can't argue that for anybody who's been on sure. it. Um, you cannot argue that they have achieved the ability to uh, meld um, interactive, immersive theming with technology. Of course, you, you can't. There is no way, no YouTube video does it justice when we right. said it. Mm-hmm. But my nostalgia pulls me back. So I would put it right up on top. I, I don't know if I have a, a favorite favorite. It's going to be tied with, you know, Pirates and Haunted for sure. their own um, individual vibe and feel of mm-hmm. what they deliver. Um, 
Right now, though, if you said you can only ride one, I'm going to ride that. Exactly. Um, only because there is nothing like it on the planet other than back in Florida. Yeah. And it's, it, you know, it's <laughs> and uh, a twin. how different that is. Yeah. And, and so right now I have to agree with them. It would be the best one right now I've been on and right up there as one of my favorites. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I will ride Haunted every day for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. Love Haunted. That's probably yeah. my, my all-time favorite attraction, like, from birth. Mm-hmm. Like right now, favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The resistance. For sure. Okay. Miss Jess. Same question to you. Same answer as Udi. Okay. We cannot keep on agreeing this episode. This is a very weird episode. I'm sorry. Just keep saying ditto the whole time. You keep answering the way that I would answer, or I keep answering the way you would answer. Uh Oh. No more tequila. That's what it is. I'm going to blame you for that. It's the tequila. Yeah. (laughs) It's Cinco de Mayo. It is, yeah. All right. Well, cool. Cool. Cool stuff. Mark, what's your answer? Oh, yeah. Um, Well, I haven't forgotten. No, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you about Rise of the Resistance for everything you said. It is technically the best thing I've ever been on in my life. No, I mean, Jess has been on Pirates of Shanghai and Tron, which I think might be slightly different, but uh, but the same level. Although, I mean, not as immersive. I mean, I don't think anything I've ever seen. They they won't be as immersive, I don't think. Yeah. With no knowledge of them. I mean, Rise of the Resistance left me speechless mm-hmm. and like exactly like what the heck just happened. Um, but that being said, I mean, it's so I'll, I'll tell you, it's, it's the best thing I've ever, ever been on, but it, it doesn't hit me the same way as General Cruz or Matterhorn does. Sure. Um, and so those are always going to be slightly higher for me. Um, uh, but, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm very, I'm very, um, I don't know, anxious or curious just to write it again, just to see how I how I how I feel about it again, because that, that that whole day was fun for me. But go ahead, you say something. Oh, is that nostalgia versus the thrill? Yeah, like like it's thrilling and immersive and fa- like a a ride that mm-hmm. you just you know gets your adrenaline and your endorphins up. But then there's that soft space in your heart. Yeah, for going on Jungle Cruise and just hearing O two H O two H. Well, the thing is, I I I'm I still as I mentioned before, I already know what all the gags are. Right. But I still get, I get a sense of wonder on that on that thing. I can't quite put my finger on what it is about that particular ride and the Matterhorn that I just a sense of wonder and curiosity about the whole thing. Even the little the little stupid segment when you're on the Disneyland Railroad from Main Street to um, mm-hmm. New Orleans Square, Frontierland Station. Just that little segment there. I'm always hoping to find something or see something that I didn't see before. Like maybe there, there's another river that they haven't unlocked yet, you know. And I, I'm always hoping for that. Like, oh, we have a new river we haven't, you know, found. Whoa. Did you ever get a copy of the map? Yes, I have that. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, I just want to make sure because I, I, I got one and I folded up into squares. Yeah, so I can make it per, look per, like purposely. Yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. It's been sitting folded. I don't know where it is. But okay. Like one of these days, I'm gonna unfold it and frame it so it looks like battle worn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dip it in coffee or whatever. Right. Um, I think I have two of them. The first one I got, it was a photocopy. It was on white, like Xerox, Xerox paper, and oh, the the, the match was like the map was like um, offset. I go, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and then, I, but I think the next couple of times I had gone, I forgotten to ask for it, but then I asked for it again, and I actually got it, and it, um, it was on the brown paper. Yeah. Yeah, which is um, the more textured. Gotta, yes, yeah. I have to find that one somewhere. But um, anyways, yeah. So so I mean, 
for me, so all three of those are, are pretty high, and I just I just can't wait to go back again. I'm, you know, dude, I'd even go on Grizzly River Run right now. That's how ridiculous <laughs> it is for me. Nope. Yes, you would, Jess. Heck we'll no. We'll get you three Jack and Cokes and put you on the backside. It'll be great. Frozen Jack, Jack and Cokes. Yeah, no. What, yeah, I wouldn't. Seriously, you would not go on that right now? No. I hate that ride. I despise that I know, that but ride given, the, given the circumstances. No, even if that is the only one you can ride? No. Okay. I mean, everything else is open. No. Would you rather go there or get drinks from that guy at the Uva Bar? That was drinks from the guy at the Uva Bar. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He was not very polite. No. <laughs> no, he's my favorite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right on, right on. Okay. Well, um, thank you for hanging out with us, Jules. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. Oh, Jess has a question. I have one more question, just because I was just watching this video. I'm going back to masks. Oh, okay. Masks. Okay. Is this twi- oh, okay. oh, 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 masks. Masks. Parades. Parades and fireworks are a big question, aren't they? Why are fireworks a question? People, they don't carry people, the no, corona. No, people together. No, no. No, no. That's, no, no. That's, we're not talking about... I'm talking just... I'm talking about the characters oh, oh, yeah, in the no, parade. You can't, you can't. They just might delay parades. Interactions with face characters. They might delay that as well. Yeah, they might not. They may not have that stuff. Just asking. But the omission of those events is. Um, are you willing to go to a park without those things? No. Mm-hmm. No, oh, I'm totally down to not meet face characters. I don't. It's not about meeting them. It's about seeing them and, and the interaction yep. there with the other children yep. and just having them there yep you can't have disneyland without mickey mouse and i'm not and i understand and i know yes we know what mickey is but i'm just saying like that's what it is you're taking away Mm -hmm. that dynamic and that is such a big dynamic you Mm -hmm. cannot remove that and still have the immersive experience that you Uh, want yep yep maybe they won't have Hmm. the meet and greet but maybe they will be floating around yeah i was that's what exactly i was gonna say maybe they'll walk to stay six feet away from them how do you explain that to a three-year-old yeah no i don't know you have a host that's like oh no like and just kind of well no 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 i know that here okay i'm gonna go scientific a three-year-old five-year-old six-year-old eight-year-old the chance of them getting ill is like minuscule from Mm -hmm. what i'm understanding and them getting severely ill is almost like infinitesimal so the odds are ever in your favor that they'll be fine well, no. with a hug and whatnot. Well, but, you know, I, I don't know. Again, right. but are they what willing? do you do? But are, if are the kid with... has it and carries yeah. it and gives it to the character. And that's um, not, not something I, I, uh, I think No, and then, and then that would be procedural when they are uh, when they're backstage, how they take it off and clean it would be there. But what if you cough and the kid, like, coughs or sneezes in their face? And that's not something as I a That would be a screen. You could have another screen in there. I'm talking about face characters. Oh, face characters. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm not that, talking that, about. I'm not no, talking no, no, about no, no, those. If, I, if they're I, willing to risk that, risk that for their employees, then I don't have respect for that. I don't know. Good I, would, question. I wouldn't want to put. I would not Good put question. my own my employees at risk for that. Good question. We'll find out. Okay. Thank you and good night. <laughs> Drops a grenade in the room. Like bye bye. I was just curious. Yeah. No. Good question. And then, like we were talking about earlier, all things that need to be addressed. Yes, they are. And how much do you give? And how much as a consumer do you accept? Jess, was I think it's going to be a snide remark, but Jess? I'm changing topics. Okay. Udi watched Frozen 2. Oh, you did? 
It's true. Here. Uh, well, yeah. on this couch. Watched is a loose term. We did a drinking game. Did he cry? For it. No, but he did He did enjoy a song. One song. The 80s the one. The 80s music video. Yeah, he enjoyed that. Is that the end or it's, something? No, it's oh. right in the middle. It's called Lost in the Woods. Yep. Okay. And only because it was a straight-up 80s music video. And it was so good. It was good. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. okay. I'm done now. I just wanted, I I just know, wanted the I listeners know, to know that he watched. I know... It may sound weird, but it was better than the first one. I agree. There was more of a storyline. Yeah, we we had to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. And if we and if people want to have that question me on it, yeah, better. Ooh, he could do like a thing for our patreons. About why Perfect. Frozen Two is better than Frozen. Yes. Okay. Oh, they get your, a kick uh, out what, of it. What is it? A soapbox? It's Udi soapbox. Yeah, Udi yeah, soapbox for the Patreon listeners. Do it. I mean, Udi, do it. Do it. <laughs> okay. He's thinking about it. He will. He will. Because now my mind is running like, hmm. We'll get you another margarita. <laughs> I could actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, that's going to wrap up episode 108. Jules, where can people find you? <laughs> um. Or do you not want to be found? I don't want to be found. He doesn't okay. like to be found. I okay. mean, I, I I have social media. Um, I believe I th- I want to say my Instagram and Twitter are at Jules Caldera. Okay. Um. J-U-L-E-S-C-A-L-D-E-I-R-A. But I don't go on unless I'm checking notifications. I don't think I've posted on either of those in years. Okay. So if you want to find me, find me. <laughs> um, don't know if I'll, you know, I don't have much to say, though. You don't? Um, you can, if you can't find me that way, find me through one of these guys, and uh, I'll answer any questions you have as well. Oh, yeah. Ask Jules. Mm. Yeah, like I'll it. start a new one. Just it'll be like Jeeves. I'll have like the, the top. Yeah. <laughs> Ask Jules. Okay. Uh Jess, where can people find you? Oh man, let's see. Uh, my Instagram is Storybook Jess. My Facebook's Jessica Farfan. But send me a message because I won't accept your follow or your request if you don't tell me you're from the podcast. Okay. Um, and my Snapchat code is somewhere way at the bottom of my Instagram, and I don't tweet. Okay. Udi, for more witty banter. Where can you be found? Uh, you can find me on mine, which are Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Snapchat, all H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, Hacks Goalie. And then you can find me on my other podcast show, The Mando Show, which we will be recording this weekend for the finale of The Clone Wars. And also we'll be beginning our reviews uh, and discussions on... Disney Gallery, which is the Mandalorian BTS stuff, which is we're going to sit down. I'm going to make Jules watch right now as soon as we're done. Okay. That's true. Yep. All right. Go watch it. Amazing. Uh, amazing. Along with prop, prop culture before we go. Yes. Prop culture, another great show. Wonderful. Um, watch that, too. If you like trying to get a, a, another layer of what it is to work in film, Great show, both of them. Yes, it'll uh, give you an appreciation yeah, for pro, yeah. for prop mastery, uh, for uh, for techs, yep. for hi- for the history of it, yep. for restoration. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just yep. it's such a special thing. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, very good. And the guy uh, Daniel, oh, I forget his name. Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. No, 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 no. Daniel. I'm starts, really. Last name starts with an L, but he yeah. is he's a clear fan and a fan of Disney and the culture, and he's very passionate about what he does. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It really it really makes you feel. At home in it. He's yeah. the host, yeah. yeah. Yes, I forget his name right now. It's yeah, I've me. seen Mary Poppins and I've seen Tron. 
Those are the first two I've seen. I haven't seen the other ones he yet. Won't, I, I will. Won't. I will. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can reach the show at info at leaventodaypodcast.com or check us out on Instagram at leaventodaypodcast.com. And that's everything else is uh, Facebook and Twitter and stuff. Uh, so let's wrap up. 108 uh 109 we'll have another interview coming up um we'll let you know about that through social media i suppose because we don't know exactly yet who is going to be we have a couple ideas it could be one of two two different people but it'll be me again yeah it it could be jules (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh we hope you guys are doing well leave us a, a review on itunes if you feel so inclined check us out on patreon as well uh get a t-shirt if you like um Thank you so much for listening. We hope you stay safe. You guys mean everything to us, and uh, we appreciate everything you guys do. So until then, we'll see you in the parks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya. See you real soon. <laughs> Why? Because we like ya. M-O-U-S-C. I will give you one. Not that one. Pick a different one. Wow, these are smaller than I thought. That's what she said? No bed sheets. Why are you yelling at me? Because I like yelling at you. You have to give me two. Nope. One from the back. God, you're so slow. Baby, that looks better than mine. Nope. Let me see it. Nope. Let me see it. You know, if I take it off, it locks and no one can touch it. That's fine. I'm not gonna, you don't have to take it off. Oh my god, but you yeah. make me hot. It's so close I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> ah, it's like a breath of fresh air. Boy, was my face right.